Yo, I'm politicking with the homie poet, Poe Politicking. Self-help meets hip-hop. That's fucking beautiful. What up, Poe? What up, DJ Period? Just two black brothers. I see y'all out there doing what y'all do, preserving the hip-hop culture and introducing the future stars. Keep shining, kings. Real and recognize real. Love is love. Salute. Yeah. PoePolitikin.com Welcome back to PoePolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, we're on Google Play, Apple Music. This some of our interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two, I'm in place to be with Jay Malik. How you doing? Good, bro. I'm good. Blessed. Yeah. Can't complain. So you're the, uh, like I said, self-help meets hip-hop, so this is the self-help part today. I'm a little bit of both, so, you know. Oh. What do you mean you're a little bit of both? You rapping? I got the hip hop background, you know. I I ain't released no music in a long time. I've been more on the the self help personal development way for the last few years. But yeah, I got the hip hop background too, so it all it all connects. Like I said, I think you you just uh, popped up on my timeline. I saw you was a uh, person uh, a coach, and I was like, let me talk to him, see what he's about. So just let us know more about you. I'm a success coach. Um, I blend spirituality. And personal development and business, so all those, all those three things, you know, pretty much coincide. Anybody in business, they want to go to the next level. It starts in the mind. If you in your spiritual walk or whatever, you, you gotta evolve and expand. So I'm all about growth and getting to the next level. So people call me when they like, okay, I'm, I'm at, a, I hit a plateau. I need to grow. So they, they call me. So I'm a success coach and. Pretty much helping people do, do that on their path. So, so when did you become enlightened? When did you start this journey? Man, uh, I would say back when nine eleven actually is my first kind of spiritual moment. Like the night before nine eleven, actually, I kind of had like a. I think I was like ten, not ten or eleven. I can't even remember. Um, and I had this weird, just like conference with God, you know, it's real, real, weird combo. And I kind of like saw the next morning happening. And like, so when 9-11 happened, I was like, oh shit, like, was that me? Did I do that? Because I, I, I had this vision that it was happening, you know what I mean? So that's when I first kind of understood kind of my gifts as far as like being able to see different things in the future and, and being able to communicate with the divine in a, in a weird way. And I didn't always have the, I didn't always be able to fine tune. I think I'm just now really fine tuning that gift. You know, I've, I've done a lot of different things in my twenties and now getting to the later part of my twenties is like, okay, I, I got to use this gift to help other people. And that's where I'm at now in my spiritual journey. Man, what are some of your uh, coaching principles you teach? So, the number one principle is, well, I'll say go before principles, we gotta get to we gotta get to law, because law is everything. Okay. And so self-governance rules rules all. Same way as the government rules the country, the way you rule over yourself will dictate a lot of your results, right? So you gotta understand this whole physical world is just an illusion. It's just right. a matrix. So if the this is the matrix, 
And we're brought here, you know, we got all these spiritual texts to talk about creation, manifesting, all this kind of stuff. Then what makes us create the reality that we create? And do we, are we even in control of the reality we can create? So my first thing is teaching people that one, this reality is an illusion. It's a, it's a virtual reality program. And two, if it is a virtual reality program and we can observe that through different things, even this podcast, for, for example, this episode right here, how does this manifest? Right? Like what's the, what are really the odds of this? I already know how it manifests. You know I what said, I mean? I said in my mind, I'm going to interview more self-help people. That's what I do. And shit happened. <laughs> it ha- and it happened. Out of, out of thin air, just manifested. So I tell people like, okay, if you want to be, if you got a goal or you got a target and you want to expand or you want to be great, then have you locked that into your mind yet to actually create it? Or you just say you want it, but are you locked in on it? Like, is it got to be like a missile when you yeah. locked in? And so my first principle is you control that, that mechanism for what's going to create. You just got to then learn how to tap into the mind. And we got so many stories about who we are, where we're from, where we think we're going. You know what I mean? Like if, if your whole family born in poverty, why would you think you're going to be a millionaire? If you're born a millionaire, why would you think you're going to be born in poverty? Why do you think you'll be go to poverty? You know what I'm saying? So those stories reinforce what you want to create. And we can always flip the switch. And that's the, the magic is understanding where you're, I call it the alignment quadrant. And so we have a masculine energy, feminine energy, right? But we also have positive and negative. And all four of those things exist at the same time. So even this reality right here has four different dimensions in this reality, not even considering other dimensions, but just this reality itself. We have a masculine component, a feminine component, and a positive and a negative. And so if we can get into the, the positive aspect of the feminine and the masculine, we can manifest. And so I'll just teach you how to do that with their mind. And you can always take any thought somebody's having and see where they're at and be like, okay, you just got that here. You need to switch that. You're in the negative feminine. You need to move that to the positive. You need the positive masculine energy to manifest. So feminine positivity is like inspiration, ideas, creativity. It's like, oh man, that's cool. But when you when you start writing the raps, that's you manifesting. You starting writing it down. You boom, 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 boom. And I was like, man, where are these ideas coming from? But they're coming from that that source connection you got with the divine feminine. And so you can be in the negative feminine too. And you're gonna create chaos and destruction for yourself. So it's just like guiding people through to seeing them. And your thoughts are really it's not the reality that's the problem because the reality can change. The reality is is you know what I mean it's 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 not real. So if the reality isn't really real and it can anything can manifest, all you got to do is not worry about what's real and worry about what can be real and then create it. And then you would control your life. And so that's what I teach people to do. Like people are not in control of their life or they feel like they hit a, hit a wall for some reason. It's like, no, you, you ain't hit a wall. Your story just hit a wall. Like what you're telling yourself has hit a wall. And the biggest thing you got to realize that the wall is not even real. You made the wall up. And so it's just, it's an interesting process to teach people through it and watch their life change when they remove those walls on their own. Like, man, that wasn't even a wall for you. I just made that up. Yeah, like riding your bike. I would say <laughs> you was talking about story. So I would say, uh, what's your story? Because if you like me, you probably went through some shit that got you to this point. <laughs> That's how I was. I was going through some shit and I had to go through this to, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I didn't have a too crazy of a story. I mean, I went to school, um, was working at a factory. I got hurt at the factory, um, like messed up for a long time. That kind of like, like I said, I, that was kind of when I was in my music career. You know what I mean? I was, I was rapping. I was, you know, in the Source magazine, Two Dope Boys, doing all this stuff, you know what I'm saying, promoting myself. I had a show actually. The week after I was, I got hurt, I had a show at uh, South by Southwest, and at one of the little, you know, one you know they had little little mini booths. I got hurt, so I was kind of out for. I was out physically for maybe six, eight months, but I was out mentally for like two years. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so I tell people all the time, man, you you take us. A setback, and this is funny because this is how a lot of people come up over, over blessings and triumphs and things like that. Because sometimes you need an inadvertent setback to to move you forward. Right. Because every single manifestation requires an exchange process. So when you like right now we're doing this show, we sacrificing time that we could do something else, but to create this moment, we have to focus our energy here. And same thing. Sometimes you're doing something over and over again. You're hitting a wall, and and you don't know why you're hitting that wall. And God, like, you know what? You need a setback because that's the only way you're gonna listen to the exchange process. The only way you're gonna give something up by make you give something up. So we go through hardships sometimes to be like, man, what do I have to give up to to level up? And so that that made me like question a whole bunch of things going on with my mind. Like, man, I'm just out of it. And it came to a point I was I knew I was it was like weird. I was watching myself like, man, I'm out of it. It's not even I don't know who I am. And so I had to rebuild my mind. And it was it was a very taxing process, you know what I mean? And now I'm at a point where I'm like, man, I'm actually better than I ever was right now. Like what I was trying to get you back. What your mind? What did you do? It was it was I so I sacrificed. First thing I had to cut out a lot of stuff, man. I had to cut out a lot of conversations, a lot of people, a lot of negative energy that was just not helping me move forward. Things that were regular to me when I was in I was in the music, I wasn't really tripping off the negative stuff. I'm like, okay, man, it's just it's just part of whatever, whatever. But when you're in the building stage, you're like, man, I can't I can't have this negative energy around me and build and grow and evolve. So I'm like, let me cut this out. When I cut stuff out, that made space. So it's like a lesson right here for people. You cut things out, you make space. Like, there's only so much energy can fit in your aura field at a time. So if you cut out some negative, you make room for more for positive stuff to come in because there's always positive trying to come to you. Only thing blocked is the negative stuff. So if you want to make more money, and you can't if you're not making more money than what you want to make right now, there's a there's something energy there that's like, no, nah, not that much. Like you can make this much, but not that much. Like somebody who's making five thousand a month, something about fifteen thousand make them a little scared. You right. know what I mean? Like, ah, man, I, I don't need that much. Or saying one hundred fifty thousand a month, they gonna be like, like just it's gonna make them uncomfortable. And a lot, everything makes us uncomfortable. We're not used to. So I cut out a lot of different stuff, and I made room for for a new thing. I started just getting better habits, uh, reading more, uh, picking up just little nuggets. I got a mentor, and it was slow process, like changed my network up a little bit. And like, it didn't happen overnight. I mean, it was probably a, it's been a four year process actually, but 
maybe three, three and a half years of like really rebuilding. And I, I stopped trying to get back what I had. Now that's a key lesson for people too. You can't, if you, if you had a loss, you suffer, go through something, you lose something, you can't get it back. That time is done. That energy is done. Everything from that is dead. So you got to say like, what can I gain from this? Yeah. Cause I, I would go, go through stuff. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, they go through something like, man. When you say that, like, like you said, you can't get it back. Even if you want it back, it's not going to be the same when you get it back. <laughs> so it's like, mother, leave it alone. That's why, like, you know how people, like, break up and they get back together? Especially if you break up and you know the girl fucking around. Y'all get, you know it ain't going to be the same. Just let it go. It ain't the same. Yeah, he might as well be like, man, how can I level up and get a better, better chick? How can, I, how can I, what can I do different in the next relationship to where it ain't going to be like, like this one? When you try to, and I was doing that for a long time. Like, man, how can I get back to where I was at? Because I feel like I lost so much. When you take an L, you feel like you lost something. You're like, man, I didn't lost a hundred dollars. I lost, I lost this. I lost that. But when you like, okay, what just happened? Because it wasn't. Remember, this ain't real. This reality is not real. So whatever you lost, you didn't really lose it. Whatever just happened was trying to show you something. The universe speaks in in a, in a weird language. You got to understand it's, it's a coded language, and learn the codes so they end up reacting to the matrix they end up reacting to everything that's going on versus listening because the universe don't really speak to you it kind of just show you things so you take an L on something it's like it's not really the L it's like what just happened so I had to observe my life man what's going on why am I trying to get this back and it was because I didn't you know what I mean I thought I could get more and I should have been thinking about more but I was so limited in my thinking. I had so much negative energy in my mind blocking what was possible. That's what was keeping me back the whole time. Well, I'm mean, gonna say, like, I know, like, especially like, uh, like, like some people, like, they don't know any better. You ain't gonna do no better. You know what I'm saying? Like me, like, I was born in Mississippi, so I, I know one of the best things that happened to me was me going to the Marine Corps and living in California. Because if I would stay in Mississippi, like, I even want to talk to my family. They have that same thought process because that's all they know. So how can you? It's hard to teach somebody like that when that's all they know. So how do you? You got to get around new people. You know, that's like I said that that right there. You, you said you you had to leave. Mm-hmm. That's one thing people don't do. People, you know, people who stay in the same, not even the same city, the same neighborhood, their whole life. They can only respond to the energy of that neighborhood. And if everybody in the neighborhood is is staying in the same same space how it's going to grow. So first thing I was like, man, you got to shift something. Even you can't move right now. We live on, we got the internet, man, a virtual reality. You can go meet people from anywhere around the world to get a new perspective. Well, if people out here <laughs> dropping game everywhere to the point like, man, I can pick up some new game that I don't hear on, on, on my block or on, on this part of town. Like you might not hear all the game, but now we got this access to where you can get game from anybody. And once you get game, you get interested. Like, hmm, I never heard of that before. Let me get, let me learn more, more about that game. Like, let me figure that out. And you gotta want it though. You know what I mean? Like, you can. But if you get in a situation where you're around new people, this is the thing all about confidence because there's something about being around a familiar group of people that makes people more confident in who they are. When you're around a new group of people that you never met, you kind of on guard because you're like, man, I don't know what they on. They don't know what I'm on. It's a whole bunch of uncertainty going on. So if they, especially if they're like a, a level above you, say, so to speak, like let's say you was around that's Joe Button in the Breakfast Club. Yeah, that's good you saying that. Yep. 
You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh man, that's, that's Charlemagne, that's that's DJ yeah, Envy. They got a show too. But if you if you if you talk to somebody who just started a podcast, they like, hey man, I'm trying to get a show like you, man. You you gonna feel different than you would next to Joe Button. I'm like, man, I'm trying to oh, get some game with Joe Button. Not me. Not me. Did not you? No, I'm a, I'm official. <laughs> hey, but not me. Yeah, I know I'm, supposed to be, I'm just waiting my time out. I already know I'm coming. I feel you. I feel you. I so it's I like so it's already it's go time. I'm just I'm just manifesting right now. You know. So you got a different mindset. You already on a you already on a mindset. But most people gonna be like, you know what, man, that's that's so and so and so and so. But it's like when you when you tapped into who you are, when you got the knowledge of self, you're like, man, I'm already I'm already who I am. They just don't know it yet. I talk to my clients about all the time. Like, like, you think Beyonce didn't know she was Beyonce 10 years ago? Like, Beyonce knew she was Beyonce. You know, I'm telling you, bro, I interviewed Baby like three years ago. And nobody, like, Baby wasn't, Baby wasn't, you know who the baby is, right? Yeah. He wasn't the baby. Like, he, he wasn't even, I don't think, he just, it was like nobody knew about him. But the way I interviewed him, I'm like, damn, this dude is confident. I'm like, I just thought about that, like his music was like okay, like even now his music's still okay. But I was just like, damn, he's kind of confident. Yeah. He knew. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, he, he knew. Like, he knows something I don't know, but he was really just confident. And how he like listen, you could I got the interview, but he was really confident. Just some people just know. That's the that's the that's the key though, because so once you get past that stage of trying to control your thoughts. You, you realize it's not about your thoughts no more. It's really about your image, like your self-image. Like, how do I see myself? Who am I really? What am I, who am I becoming? Because who, who I am is going to manifest into what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm, if I still say there's a worldwide speaker, I got to move like that now. If I move like that, the world got, the universe is a matrix. So anything I do is going to adjust to it. Right. You know what I mean? So if I start moving that way, the universe, it may take a long, it may take a long time depending on where I'm at. Cause I'm I'm really traveling in energy, not distance. So my energy trying to get to a point where I'm a worldwide speaker in this matrix, it look a little different. But my energy get there, it's like I'm moving that direction. Somebody seem like, man, is he is he known or it's like no, he's not known. He just he's just coming up or they say whatever they gotta say on the outside, but they don't see it. Who's this Beyonce girl? I see a girl in the group. She dance or whatever, but she ain't nobody. Beyonce's like, no, I'm gonna be a superstar. And you can tell how she moved even back then when they were starting that she knew she was the one. Yeah, like she knew. Stop. So self image is everything, and that's why you talk about like, you know, our people don't really have the strongest self image. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's about we design. almost. <laughs> it is, it is, but that's because they knew they knew what we they knew what we knew. Hey, stop! They knew what we knew as far as manifestation. We taught them that. Yeah, we taught them the game of manifestation. We we went here for millions of years. Y'all just got here, so we know how the universe works. Cause we the ones who manifested this earth. So. They want us to have a low self image and a, and, a, and a negative energy to the point where we can't create. But you got to think, who was the kings before, before? You know what I mean? Like all of history, who was the kings? Who was ruling the earth? Yep. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a weird game in that sense. But you say it's by design. Change hey, you know what's up? <laughs> hey, he got to change. He got to change the background because it's facts. It's facts. Say- they learned it. I'm saying, man, who are you? Uh, who, who people are you studying? What you mean? 
Do you study? Who you learning from? <laughs> you study from somebody. I, mean, I, Do you I, mean, I study. I know you don't listen to Esther. Abraham. I like Esther. I haven't. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to her in a while. It's yeah, been. I, it's probably been a few months. I went to, but, I went to her like two years, but like it, I got a story, my story right quick. So man, it was like, I think I started listening to her like, I want to say like 2015, but I, I think I started like, I started my journey like 2016, but 2015, like it, but it kept, like, I think at first I was on Thinking Grow Rich and it took mm -hmm. me all the way to seeing Esther, <laughs> past life regressions. So it took me from yeah. Thinking Grow Rich all the way to here. But yeah, like, so while I'm, so I'm listening, I, 2015, I started listening to her. And then I remember, uh, you know, I'm just driving in my car. I got like a, a Infinity G20. And I was like, man, I need a new car. And I was like, what kind of car I want? I was like, I don't even know, but I was like, I need a new car. Got a Z. And all of a sudden I was like, man, I want a house. And I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, I want a house. But I didn't really know how, but I just said I want a house. A little bit later, yeah. I got a house. Then I'm married. Married for 14 years, ex can't have no kids. I'm like, man, I want some kids. I want a family. I ain't say I want a divorce, though. I was like, I want kids. I got a family. But the next day, boom, divorce. Now I got two kids on the I got one kid, got another kid on the way. Then I was in debt. I was like fucking like $70,000 in debt. I'm like, damn, man, I wish it was a way to get rid of all this damn debt. I'll be straight. Boom, shit gone. And then even the other day, I was like, man, my student loans are $190,000. I'm like, fuck, man, I need to get these student loans down somehow. Fucking got it down yesterday from 109,000 to 10,000. Then I got 10,000 for a small business loan. So yesterday itself, I basically made 109,000 dollars. I was like, people don't believe that shit if I said. Yeah, but that's how it worked. But but it's right. only because I need to be more specific. I just realized now, like I'm like, and then mm -hmm. I had a job. But I was like, man, fuck that. I ain't gonna do the job no more. I'm gonna do this full time. I'm just like. I don't know. I just see how it works. I'm like, I'm just gonna keep trusting myself now. So I just gotta go. But it's because you on that. You on that. You can. I can even tell. Like, it's because you ain't got no blocks with it. Like you just saying, like, man, that's that would be cool. Like that. You like you see it, and it manifests quick because you not. You already know who you are. So, like, I I study a little bit of a little bit of everything. I I got. In my early 20s, man, I probably study every single religion possible. Mm. Like, just trying to figure out, man, what the hell is this God thing people talking about? Because I feel, I didn't, I feel like I didn't get it. You know, my family is, is really religious, you know, uh, mostly Christian. Maybe a, something like 25% Muslim, 75% Christian. Some, it's a little bit of other in there. But so I feel like I didn't understand God the way people was trying to explain it. So I'm like, man, this can't be the only answer out here because this don't make sense. You know what I mean? So I was studying everything. I was just studying. And I found these common, these common traits, these common principles. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, man, this guy thing is bigger than what we think it is. And so I got tapped into the energy of it. Um, I can't even say what, I can't say anything click because I always kind of had that idea that, you know, people wasn't telling the truth about what what God really means. So I'm like, and and it's 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 on purpose, by design. Like you said, why would they tell why would they tell us how God works and put us in chains at the same time? Right. Like that don't make sense. Like I'm gonna put you in chains and give you give you this book because this is what God is, even though I'm beating you and, and raping your mother and selling your kids to to my to my homeboy. Like that don't make sense. So 
I think finding God really made me tap into these universal laws. And like, I like Esther. Um, she's probably the one I, I like probably the most out of all the... That's my white mama. <laughs> like, out of all the... I was so the, sad, man. I, I'm trying I, to think. I was so sad because the whole time, so I'm going to see Esther and them, and I'm thinking the husband, I ain't know he was dead. I'm thinking the whole yeah. time So I'm, like, me, like... I'm basically like Jerry. I'm the one always searching for knowledge. So on the whole time, I'm happy as fuck. I'm like, man, I'm about to see Jerry. I'm like, oh shit, Jerry dead. I didn't, like, I did not know he died. Like, I didn't even know at all. Shout yeah. out to Jerry one. She definitely probably. I'm trying to think of somebody else that I like the most. I got some books on my desk trying to figure out what books I got. I used to listen. To, I listen to Self a little bit too. You heard about Seth? Uh uh-uh. Seth yeah, is getting hip on that. Seth is basically. But she was before Abraham, so Seth is like okay, okay, seventies version of Abraham. But she kind of like it's harder to listen to her because she like her voice is tripped fuck out. But that sure, yeah. the reason I see the reason I got from Abraham because I was listening to Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he kept okay. about, he kept talking about Abraham. I'm like who the fuck is Abraham? Then Abraham then be talking about Seth. So then I went to see Seth. But I like when I check out that out. Wayne, I like Wayne. I like Wayne too. Um, I mean, so. Taoism definitely shifted my mind. I was in college. I first read the Tao Te Ching, and that right there, like Eastern philosophy, and so you know it, the connection between Africa and Asia is, you know, real apparent. You know, the first Asians were from South Africa, so I got this theory that um, the Asian culture is still prominent. It's, it's the last culture the white man has not completely whitewashed. If you mm. think about it. The only culture on the planet that has not been, you have even like African culture throughout, throughout the continent, the presence of, you know what I'm saying, Christianity or Islam, like it's, it's heavy. You know what I mean? You can't tell somebody from Africa, they're not Christian. You know what I'm saying? So they're that, ancient tribal thing is gone. Oh yeah, that been gone. You go to you go to China, you're gonna find Buddhists. <laughs> you're gonna find monks. You're gonna find Hindus. You're gonna find, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna find people who are still practicing. You're gonna find some Christians there too. You're gonna find some Muslims there. But for the most part, they live their culture still. And so like the principle, this is what I think we gotta get back to as a people. Like we gotta find our our value system again. Like, what do we believe in? Because right now, we don't, we can't really be like, well, what do we believe as a people? Like, you don't, really, I don't really know. I mean, we don't have no, I mean, I guess you're going, if you're going to join a nation, but we don't have no religion. That's why, like, we don't, what are we going to study? I always thought about that. I was like, why are we studying the oppressor's religion? That don't make no sense to me. So, and then, it's like, crazy. That's, that's like a big mind thing. It's like, if yo, 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 whoever your yo, whoever your person is, is a white guy, that's fucking you up. Like you are like that, you can't have you can't have a, a, your God looking like another person. Your God needs to look like similar to you, no matter what and race. People, so I think that's messing pe- People can say, people can say, oh well, I don't believe Jesus was white, Jesus was black. But you can say that, but you gotta understand if you actually study the history of these things, it's like, man, Jesus ain't the first one with that story, first of all. Right, but then nonetheless, if he ain't the only one with that story, why can't you go practice another story with other values or something else? Like we don't have, we got the we sharing 
Like, what separates China from white America is culture. We do things differently. We got some similarities to y'all, but we do things differently when it comes to certain things. When you come to Black America, the only difference between Black America and white America is the oppression. We practice the same violence, the same... Everything we do is a mirror of them. When it should be the reverse. When we were actually the leaders and the rules of the earth, we were the ones who were kind of like, hey, yo, this is this is our philosophy. This is this is what the Moors were teaching. They were teaching, hey man, this is how you do this. This is how you create order, this is how you create law, this is how you create structures. <laughs> how you take a bath. Take a, <laughs> how you take a bath, man. Like you don't use milk, use water. <laughs> like milk don't make sense, man. Don't do that. Yeah. But like I just feel like as a people, we want to talk about manifestation, law of attraction. It's hard to get us into this conversation sometimes because sometimes, not sometimes, oftentimes, people are all like, oh, go against my Bible. They go against, I don't believe in none of that because that goes against this. And it's like, you gotta understand why they would want you to believe that goes against God when that was here before. You know what I mean? You got kids? Nah. I got a little dog though. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to. Um, well, you might. I, I mean, I can still ask you this question. I'm trying to figure out if you got kids. How can you teach your kids this stuff without them? You know, because they go to school saying that shit. They 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 crazy. <laughs> so I'm trying yeah. to figure out how can you teach your kids. You know, what would you do? I wanna I wanna write a book on this. Honestly, I wanna write a kids book that kind of explains. But the thing is, it's so crazy. Because it seems so out there right now. You know what I mean? It seems so crazy. Like, you tell your kids, and they go to school to my law of attraction. Like, yeah, you know, my dad manifested a new house because he was uh, manifesting it. Then I'm like, all right, you can go sit down. Like, but if you say they play, prayed to God and got our new house, nobody would, nobody would be like, oh, that's great. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Like, that, that sounds like that's the reality. But, I mean, I would, I would probably just... I would teach my kids just to be extremely open-minded because the only way you learn, you know what I mean? Like there's so much I don't know about everything. I'd be like, let's be open-minded to every everything, every possibility, every perspective, and you never gonna not learn. And when you start learning, they don't want you to learn certain things because you start learning, you start questioning. Yeah. That's and power never wants you to question nothing. Like the Bible hate you question, to don't me- don't question. Well, I don't understand that though. They don't want you to question stuff, but then when we go to school, they teach you critical thinking. So it's like, well, how can you be a critical thinker and not question stuff? That don't even make no sense. And I feel like the whole society as a whole, man, it's like they don't want people to think. And most people don't want to think either because thinking is actually it's hard. You know what I mean? Like being a critical thinker means you can't put things in black and white all the time. And that means you got to have a lot of gray area. And most things are in a gray area, you know what I mean? Like, there's very few absolutes. Right. So if I can make it easy for you and just say X is X, you're like, okay, cool, X is X. And I ain't got to think about it. You gave me this rule, gave me this book. This is what I believe in. I'm not going to ever question it. I'm going to be lazy. Like, we we are lazy thinkers. And it's because we got technology, we got convenience, you know what I mean? A million years ago, man, you had a whole bunch of time to think. You know what I mean? You was hunting, you was eating, you was making babies, and you was you was thinking. That's all you had to do. 
Oh. It wasn't no, it wasn't no NFL, no Netflix, no Hulu. We got so many distractions, and even that is a metaphysical representation. Like, what does it mean that we have all these distractions now? What does that represent energy-wise? Why do we have all these things that take us off from from a clear clear mind? Not saying everything is bad, because nothing is all one thing, but it's just a you know what I mean a question like why why are these things present today? Like, where are they moving us away from? So you still That's what I think about a lot. Still rapping or what? I feel like you should be rapping now. You should be rapping about this stuff. You know what? I had a I had a vision. I ain't gonna lie to you. I had a vision maybe three days ago of a of an album cover called Manifested. It was a black album cover. I was kneeled down with like a prayer prayer hands. Manifested was just it was the only thing on the on the cover is Manifested in gold gold writing. So maybe I might I'm I seen that and I was like hmm. That could be interesting. Like I, I haven't written anything in a while. I mean, I can still write. I still, I, I sometimes I, I get some beats and I float over them. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can still do this. Cool. I just want to know I can still do it. My rap name was Beezy the Bruh. So you can find you can. One of my last songs I released was called Egyptian Cotton, um, which ironically talks about a lot of the stuff I talk about now. You know, talk about my first line in the song. Uh, if we are now exiting the matrix, you know what I mean? So I'm talking about these concepts that really are, I, I feel like our people really are the, the heart of the next awakening. You know what I mean? Because nobody else on the planet can really awaken to the level that we can, because everybody else is kind of on a surface level. You know what I mean? Like they're dealing with, Again, energy-wise, think about this. Who has the greatest plight to, to, to climb? Who is the biggest mountain to climb in society right now? It's us. Yes. I mean, you can, you, anywhere you look, any continent, the darker-skinned people have the biggest mountain to climb. Yeah, because like I said, even if you go up, you don't even have to just, it can be, okay, don't say black people no more. But any race, the dark, it could be uh, Asian, Mexican, the darker ones, they still do colorism. So it's even when you get racism, yeah. it goes to colorism. So it's like the darkest, the darkest skinned people on the planet had the biggest mountain. Yep. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I got an idea about what it means. And I feel like, I think for us, this is a controversial maybe take on this, but I feel like for us, racism has been a distraction to our spiritual awakening. Mm. Because I feel like the, you think about the movements that we've had up until this point, I've served us a great deal. But I feel like recently we kind of hit a brick wall with there's only so much laws you can pass to make things illegal. So it's not about law right now. It's not about legality. Like it's illegal to kill somebody, but if they kill somebody and they don't go to jail. Then you you're not up against law no more. You're up, you're up against corruption. Right. So how do you defeat? You know what I mean? So you're in a totally different game. But I feel like for us, it's more about can we take the energy that we had for the civil rights movement and put it into our own spiritual awakening movement? What would that look like in the black community if there was a mass spiritual awakening movement that was like, you know what? We gotta be think we gotta be more mindful of what we're manifesting. A lot of stuff would change. I, I had I had this thought a while back. I don't know if you listen to uh Binaural Beats at all. Yeah, yeah. 
had this thought. And let me you think about this. If every black person in America, or every original person in America, I don't like to use the word black sometimes, but I use it just to guess what people say. But yeah. every black person in America use somebody told me that the other day. Make sure you don't say that on the show. We ain't black. That's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what people identify with. I gotta speak the language of the, of the matrix sometimes to get to the matrix. So if everybody, everybody black in America replaced for one week, one week, seven days. God made the earth in, in seven days. That's a, that's a metaphor, but no, no, no music or entertainment, and they place all that time with binaural beats and meditation. What would happen? Oh, shit, ain't no telling what would happen. A whole but, but that's crazy though, right? Because all you saying is let's take time that we usually spend for certain kind of content or certain kind of energy or certain kind of distractions, and let's put it into just binaural beats and meditation. It's going to change our state. Our frequencies are totally different places at that point. And now we're going we gonna to be moving different. That's bigger than any law you can, you can make on the books. That's bigger than any cop you can go lock up right now. Like changing that frequency, that's a, that's a, I don't even know what that's like. I get chills like thinking about it because that's a that's a movement within itself. A seven day fast from all outside energy, and I guarantee the world is gonna be like trying to throw something at us to get us attention at that point. I'm like, oh yo, we gotta stop. Then they on they, they on something right take, now. They're gonna take the the YouTube going all the binary beats gonna go down on off YouTube. <laughs> what fuck they doing on here? Take all that shit, man. Down. Like, it would be crazy. So I'm like, I know, I understand, like, from that standpoint, man, we got to get, more people are, are are tuning in. You got people, like, in the mainstream talking about it. You know, Janelle Eco got a little, uh, what, she got, like, a meditation mixtape or something like that? I don't know. My girl was telling me about it. But oh, yeah, we it's getting more mainstream. Uh, a meditation mixtape. I checked it out. Uh, I didn't really like it, I'll, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't, I expected more. I expected more. I was like, hmm, it's cool. But it's, a, it's enough, though. It may not be what I expected, but it may be something to get somebody else interested in. Like, oh, okay, what's meditation? What's manifestation? What's what's affirmation? You know what I'm saying? Maybe get them in the door. Like, you know, like I said, thinking Grow Rich got you to, to Abraham Hicks. So maybe it gets somebody in the door. So I try to recognize everything as a step for some people that's like, maybe they just need that step to even get, you know what I'm saying? Exposed to the concept. And so he, he made it do his job. You know, we never know where everybody's job is, but I wasn't feeling it personally. But do you got a uh do you have an Oculus? I don't. Yeah, man. They got this virtual reality meditation. It's called Trip. I think that's the That's crazy. It's the best meditation I probably did. Cause that shit was like Seriously? It, it was like you was it had you like sitting out like space or some shit while you meditating. And it, it just like it really helped me with my meditation because then it had you like Kind of like it was a the Hedgehog shit, so it had your mind focused on this one part, but it was showing all these blocks coming at you, and you had to like move it around and avoid it. And then it was like, that's how you should be when stuff coming at you during life throughout the day. But it's really good. You gonna have to get on that one day. That's crazy. Virtual reality meditation. That sounds kind of dope, low key. Trip. That shit is hard. It's like I was like, man, I need to. I ain't been on it as much because then once I was doing it for a while, but now I'm like, man, I see what they saying with the meditation, but at the same time. I feel like I need to kind of get to where I'm doing this in a, like, a 
daily, like all the time. I'm focused. I'm meditating. I'm knowing. Yeah. I just that's thirty minutes out the day. I need to be present anytime. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I tell people all the time who who trying to learn meditation. They people. It's like I think it's a stage. And even you you look at like the ancient philosophers talk about meditation all the time. Talk about like life is really the meditation. Right. Every it's not sitting down and in, in that pose like that's just training you for life. Right. So I used to meditate for maybe two, three hours a day. I did that for maybe, I don't know how long, like two or three months, just hours on hours on end, just like sitting. And it got me to a place where I can kind of feel when I'm out of the groove easily. Like I just know when something off. And so now I feel like I'm meditating all day. And even even today, like I read, I have my I have my headphones on, I throw on some binaurals and just be reading. I'll be in my zone, but it's really about getting in the zone. Like that zone, one of receiving, of you know, knowing the God within, like, man, I'm a God. There's God energy in me, and I'm I'm tapping into it when I'm focused. When I'm distracted, that's the same thing as separation. Like these metaphors talk about, you know. Hell is, means being, you know, away from God. Away from God means out of unison. Out of unison means out of focus. So if my energy is focused, I'm in tune with God. And if I'm focused on, if I'm distracted from who I am, who I'm, what I'm manifesting, then my, my attention is separate. And so you have people who are separate amongst themselves. They have no, no way to be separate, I mean, connected to you as a, as a group. And so I feel like our community has a bunch of people who we are by design, we are we are taught and programmed to be separate from ourselves, which then makes us separate from each other. And then our communities have a little bit of chaos because we have a lot of separation energy. And then we have this the separateness from white America and the oppression from that that's really mixing the pot. And so until we go to the foundation, which is ourselves, you know what I mean? That found, like, man, I'm still one within myself. And if then you find out I'm one within myself, I'm a God, then that means he a God, she a God, she a God, he a God. And that means I got to recognize them for their energy and either help them get in tune with it, remind them of it, or if they're not in that energy, I know it's not their doing. You know what I mean? Like, they're not, they're just in a different state. They're being controlled by a different part of themselves. They've been controlled by their lower self, and I can't. You know what I mean? I can only go so far low before I have to go, you know what I mean? Go there with you. And so it's like I can't, I can't go to that vibration, but I'm going to stay here and hopefully I can tap into, you know, that guy within you so you recognize who you are. And it's like, that's what inspiration is. When somebody is like, man, that person really inspires me. They're not really inspired. They're reminding you of who you are. We all the same. You know what I mean? I forgot the name. I don't know if you know about him. Uh, Neville Goddard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like his shit. Like his shit raw. I think like especially I think like what you were just talking about, um, that book Power of Awareness. That's that's what kind of taught me that. Cause he was just saying you gotta always be open right then. But then his mentor was some black dude. I forgot that Believe dude. That. We talk about it in his books. I forgot his name, but I know he said he was like from Bermuda or some black dude. He said that was the dude teaching him shit. Yeah. I believe, I believe. I believe that for a hundred thousand percent because yeah, I always even like uh, I was saying like how you was talking about religion stuff. I'd be like like you were saying a lot of the stories are repeats. So I just be like, why they don't like instead of us studying Christianity, why we don't study like Egyptian religion and shit like that? Like that'll be more close to what really yeah 
it make more sense. <laughs> but people like it's in even in the same people be like, oh, we not we not East African. It's like, bro, you realize Christianity happened in East Africa, right? Like that was in in the same area Egypt was in. Like if that's the case, we should be studying the West African traditional religion. We should tribal religion. We should be talking about the 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 Orishas and all that. But people don't. Like voodoo and all that kind of stuff. They're like, oh man, I don't well, you know what devil funny? worshiping like, and all of that. The funny thing is, like they 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 try to act like voodoo and hoodoo is crazy. And now, if you look up who's studying it, it's mostly white people. Yeah, <laughs> so they like to tell you shit crazy to take it from you. That's what they be doing. Mm-hmm. They was like, that's too powerful. Ain't no coincidence that Haiti, the only the first free black uh, nation that freed itself, right. and they was outnumbered. That ain't no coincidence, man. They was doing something. I don't know what they was doing, but they was in tune with something. Goom. All right, man. I want Had that you. warrior spirit. I'm about to bring you going to have some more conversation, man. It was nice talking to you. Definitely, brother. Definitely. You want to uh, give them your social media and everything? Yo, y'all can check me at Facebook, Jamie Lee Coaching. And if you're interested, I got a book free. Um, go to the schoolalignment.com slash free guy. I got a book that pretty much breaks down, you know, my spiritual philosophy and it, it gets you tapped in. So the schoolofalignment.com slash free dash guide. You know, Instagram, Instagram. I ain't got a, I got an Instagram, but I never use it. So I never use my Instagram. I'm going to start using it, but it's Jamie Lee coaching as well. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all Jamie Lee Coaching, but I'm mostly on Facebook. What's up, everybody? This is Poe from PoePolitikin.com. I'm I'm into wholesale real estate. I did an online course, and I thought it was pretty cool, so I want to share it with y'all. The name of the course is called The Varsity Class, and it's an online course that will teach you the tools to become a real estate investor. This course will show you everything you need to know about wholesaling properties and real estate that can potentially earn you $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 or more. So you can make a lot of money in this wholesale real estate. This is a good course to get you uh, get your foot in the door. So you can change your life today. And the link is bit.ly backslash Homes. So bit.ly backslash Homes with an S. So thank you. Check it out. I'll holla. Thanks for listening to Poe Politicking. Like I said, this is self-help meets hip-hop. Try to interview the artists or whoever I'm interviewing. Just try to get a little bit more than just the music or just the entertainment. Try to get some, some stuff that you can use in your life that they're saying. And this is, uh, like they say, I got it out the mud. So 2008, we started it and been doing it this whole time. So I appreciate all the listeners we have, all my loyal listeners that stay, stay down and listen to every episode. So if you want to be a guest, make sure you got some five. I want some heat. But you can contact me at polepoliticking at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to be a guest, hit me up. And also make sure you check out the store. We sell merch, rapper t-shirts.com. Rapper t-shirts.com. So I got the pole politicking merch on there. Got rapper t-shirts, got men's fashion, women's fashion, got cool stuff on there. Anybody, you know, you want to make donations, you just like what you hear, you like, it's cool. I want to support this, keep going, because you know. Takes money to build this and keep growing it. It's a uh, cash app dollar sign popolitikin. That's P O P O L I T I C K I N. I appreciate that. Or PayPal, Demo. It's always popolitikin. 
And we also look for sponsors. So if you have a book, you have an album you're about to come out with, your record label, your uh, magazine, anybody that has something they're trying to promote, let me know. You can email me at polpolitikin at gmail. And we can work something out, work out a deal. But yeah, I'm looking for sponsors. So hit me up. And I appreciate all the support. And I'll see you next episode. Ahahala.